Hey there, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Neil Dipentino. We've got a great guest with us today. Um, hey, you know, if you uh, are in business, uh, looking to get in business, you've you know, been in business for a while, uh, you know, sometimes uh, it's, it's easy for us to get stuck, stuck in you know, a lot of different ways. It might be just in, a, you know, in your career. Uh, it might be your, maybe your business itself is like, you know, you're not able to move it forward. Uh, well, we got a guy who's going to help you with that kind of uh, stuff uh, today on Business Breakthroughs. Our guest is Dr. Benjamin Ritter from Live Yourself Consulting. Uh, Dr. Uh, ben, Ben, welcome to the show. So glad you could be with us today. Uh, happy to be here. And just to clarify for everyone, live for yourself. You got to uh -oh. live for something. So live for yourself consulting. It was initially actually just going to be live, L-I-V-E, life intentions, value, values, expectations. It was actually the first framework I had for my business, written on the back of a napkin on a flight to LA for one of my doctoral program classes. And then I realized that when you read live, it looks like live. And I was like, well, am I okay with that? Well, no, let's think about the business. Let's think about what people are thinking about when they're reading through your business name specifically. And I said, well, what is the actual intention, the purpose of what I do for a living? Well, also help people live for yourself. And so hence Live For Yourself Consulting was born or LFY Consulting when you're in professional situations just because it's not so spiritual and hokey pokey and woo-woo. And you just got to think of your target market when you're describing your business. So why not add that little tidbit? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you corrected me on that. And uh, um, I mean, obviously, a name is like everything, right? So, um, uh, so people understand exactly what you're doing. It's wonderful. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about your business, a little about your process, some of the people that you work with, and how you've helped uh, businesses to get unstuck, to move forward and build their business. But before we do that, um, we'd like to learn a little bit about you. Can you give us a little information about uh, Dr. Benjamin Ritter? Yeah, my zodiac sign, time I was born. I'm just kidding. So I'm based in Austin, Texas. So uh, it's a blend of like spiritual professionalism. I like to say that, uh, you know, you got your hard hidden entrepreneurs at the same time they're going to ice baths and meditating. So it's kind of a nice little blend here. Uh, for me personally, I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois, but my whole life there moved to Austin, Texas to get in that community of spiritual professionalism. Uh, what I do really isn't spiritual is more so professionalism, but it tend to be attract tends to attract people that are interested in being more than they are and doing more than they are and that tends to require you to believe that the world is not just you know the your day and day so i focus on organizational leadership talent development leader and career coaching i have a doctorate in organizational leadership with a focus on values congruence i've been within the space for approximately like eight years or so and i split my time uh, through one-on-one -on -one coaching speaking engagements, workshops, as well as like working for some enterprise clients around talent design and delivery programs. Outstanding. So give us a basic idea of uh, what a typical client uh, of yours might look like, Ben. Yeah, you're looking at probably like a COO or an SVP. I do have some CEO clients, but generally they're kind of in that space where they're not, they're not at the top of the game, but they're at like, they're pretty high up there but they haven't really ever spent time trying to define what their vision is for, for a leader, what their brand is as a leader, or where they actually want to spend the rest of their career. They feel like they've been held back a little bit, very reactionary to opportunities that have come up to them. They might have had some toxic bosses or they have a toxic boss at that, that point in time because they feel like they're held back and they, they start to become a little discouraged and disengaged with their work. They know that they can accomplish more. They believe in themselves, but they don't really know how to make that happen. Okay. So what is your process in working with uh, with a person like this? 
Yeah, so one-on-one coaching specifically when we're working with personal clients. And so we would sell either a four, six, or 12-session program, and that program would focus on the foundational pillars of self-leadership, encompassing leadership and career development. And we would meet with them once a week, and then I'm available 24-7 for my clients in between through an app called Voxer. And because I have an academic background, and that background is specifically in learning theory, uh, it involves worksheets as well as experiential learning um, and a variety of other modalities in terms of just actually solidifying the lessons that we go over each and every single week. Okay, so what is the end game for the people that you're working? What are you trying to accomplish for them or with them? What is their what is their goal in general? I mean, obviously, everybody's a little bit different. There's no cookie cutter type of approach. But in general, what is their end game? What are they looking to accomplish with your with your program? So generally, when we start working together, it's for them to get out of their own way, to define what they want to create in their career, to become confident in the fact that they can do it, to then take that information and build it into a professional brand that they can serve to the world, and then build a community around themselves that really helps and assists um, and aligns with that brand. So either a company, friends, professional relationships, speaking engagements, or everything, even just something as simple as what they post about and ensuring that they're taking action and being intentional towards the things that they actually care about for their career. So ultimately, the end game is that they're more fulfilled and more successful in their career overall. Now, once they reach that point, because a lot of times it's a new position or a promotion, a lot of clients will keep me on and kind of like Michael Jordan has a coach. So you're working with this executive to handle situations that come up, but on more of a retainer basis. Okay. All right. So it's not always necessarily you're going in with A to Z type uh, processes. You're looking at more of a in, in a lot of cases, you're, you, you've got a problem or they have a problem and you are helping them to work a solution to come up with a great outcome with that that, that uh, problem. So as a as a one on one coach, we either have the clients that kind of have they, they tend to have multiple needs. So and they tend to be within one main bucket and we define what those goals are when we start working together. But the program is based on their individual needs as a as a leader and as a human. But sometimes people only they 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 want specifically just a new job and they know what they want to do and they know how they know how they want to get there, but they don't know how to crack the code for the market. So that's a shorter program. That's very much your toolkit, your brand, job search strategy, networking, interview strategy, etc. Most of the clients I work with though are they're not really clear on what they want to create and they don't really believe in themselves enough. So that in itself requires more time and energy and a focus. So depending on what your needs are as a leader and where you are in your career will depend on the program that we create for you. Now that's my one-on-one coaching clients. We also have our consulting work that we do too. Okay. What does a consulting work look like? So that's more enterprise clients. So that's a company hiring us to work with their leaders to help them develop within an organization. That's talent design and delivery of programs. That's leader assessment for selection and development as well. So the corporate work yeah, is, is more funneled through a different arena. That's probably about 30% of our work, maybe a little bit more than that, because I tend to enjoy more focusing on the one-on-one clientele. Okay, so the one-on-one is more self-development, working with uh, leaders to help them to, uh, again, like you said, understand exactly what their purpose is, what their goals are, that type of thing, so that they can, you know, work, you know, move forward or, or do whatever it is where the, where the enterprise is more working with them to help them develop teams, maybe? Yeah, think about who's paying for it. So the one-on-one clients, the individual self-pay or getting reimbursed by their organization. So, like, for example, I have a CEO that I'm working with right now. He's brand new. He's onboarding 100 days. The company he built into the 
the, the offer that he got because we were working together before it, that they'd continue to pay for his coaching. So that coaching transition to be more so how are you interacting with your board of directors? How are you meeting and engaging with your senior leadership team? How What is your brand presence within the organization? And then how are you using that brand outside within the network itself? That's all self-pay, but more reimbursed by the org. The corporate work, that's just completely paid by the corporation for their needs specifically. So uh, we want to select this leader. Is he the right fit for us? We want to promote this individual, but he needs to work on these specific traits. Uh, we need you to come in and assess our leadership team and then provide us action plans on how to develop them or develop them yourself. Or we want to launch an emerging leaders program. Can you come in and facilitate that workshop for us and work with these emerging leaders? So when it comes to the corporate work, it's much more around organizational goals and kind of succession planning and career planning for their teams. And when it's one-on-one, -on -one, it's much more individual pursuits and interests. Okay. So when you're working one-on-one -on -one with somebody, now you had mentioned a couple of different things. They may have had a toxic uh, work environment. Maybe they just don't know exactly what's expected of them from there. It might be a new position, that type of thing. In general, what do you find like that's the most common problem that you're dealing with with these people? People don't believe in themselves enough. So... I got a doctorate in organizational leadership, but I talk about self-leadership a lot. It's this blend of like personal and professional development. You can accomplish anything in life if you develop yourself as a self-leader. And very often I work with an individual that doesn't see their work and their career as something that they can lead themselves in. So what we tend to do is we we create accountability. So you are responsible for what happened, what's happened in your career so far and where you go. And you are empowered to go make it happen. So yes, you can go send a message to someone you don't know. Yes, you can go show up to, to this event and talk to someone that you don't know. Yes, you can sit back, reflect, spend time for yourself to define what you want to create, and then you can brand yourself to go be that individual. Yes, you can make that post on the line. Yes, you can go reach out in this, in this specific fashion. So it's basically giving them the skills to go create anything that they want to create. And you know, you can, so pivoting industries, get meeting anyone that you'd like to meet with any sort of, uh, any sort of organization, all of these things that sound so simple when I say them out loud, people, you know, shake in their, in their boots when they hear it. Mm -hmm. And it is incredibly possible to get access to any sort of organization, any sort of person and brand yourself in any way that you would want, but you have to define what that is, feel confident within it, and then know the strategies to go become successful in branding yourself within the world. Is there any specific examples that you might be able to give us where you've actually worked with somebody uh, using, you know, everything that you just said to help them to, uh, you know, overcome those fears or, or the, that self-doubt, that type of thing? Is there anyone, I mean, you don't have to give names, but, you know, somebody that, and, and just give us an idea of what the problem was and, you know, where or the solution you came up with and, and let us know a little bit about the outcome, if you would. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to share an example for myself because I like to do, you know, what is it, just walk and walk the talk or whatever it is. But I yeah. mean, I have three clients right now. It's funny how it happened. They're all interested in sales enablement positions. They're all different parts of their career. One's more of an executive, two are a little bit lower. They all had the same problems where their brands were absolutely unaligned with their level of expertise and their backgrounds. So redoing their resumes, redoing their LinkedIn profiles, redoing their tell me about yourself, how to answer that question gathering information about the projects that they've worked on. So making sure that their toolkit overall is on point and aligned with the type of position they're interested in. Then all of them also were afraid of applying for jobs, afraid of networking, didn't think that they could just apply for a position if they didn't meet all the qualifications when you shouldn't even be reading the requirements of a job when you're applying to it. 
as well as didn't feel like they should or could reach out to people that they didn't know at organizations that they were interested in. So they'd spend three weeks waiting to apply for a position and then would submit their resume and cross their fingers and hope. And then after 24 hours, if they didn't hear from it, they would they would hate themselves and think that they were a not a not valuable individual. And you think I'm I'm kind of over, going over the top here. No, most a lot of individuals on the job market will apply for a position, don't hear back within a couple of days, and think think terribly about themselves and lose their confidence because of that one simple experience. So, like detaching themselves, you know, from the outcome and the and more so focusing on the process, figuring out how to actually get a position, and then making sure that that happens. And they're all right now in multiple interviews. They're all finding posts online, connecting with people they never connected with before. They're all reaching out to strangers and building relationships. And now all of them have mentors, positive connections, and an online brand and presence that relate to the industry that they want to go into. So, I mean, I imagine they're all they're they're very close to getting offers. They're, they have multiple interviews right now, and that's really the in general, what tends to happen. Now, because we're in shorter programs, it's much more difficult to change beliefs around how they perceive themselves. Now, it's truly important. And what I love doing is making sure that someone can lead themselves moving forwards in their career, because you can learn how to do something, you can do it, but you might not believe in yourself throughout the process. So a longer program tends to focus more so on those beliefs that you have and how you see yourself, how you see the world, how you see your career, how you see your job, to make sure that whatever industry you want to go into in the future, you're capable of doing that. And I can give you an example of how I've done that for myself recently, too. Please, please, yeah. Tell, give so us, I, give yeah. us that example, please. So I, I get interests. I get curious about certain things, and I want to make it happen. And you know, for example, just the pivot from I was in healthcare prior to this career path. You know, it took 2016 was in a doctoral program. 2018 had my first job offer. Was already making a full time salary in my business. Now 2023, uh, I have. Uh, probably about four or five or six different partnerships within the career and, and leadership development space that are providing income to me. I have my personal clients that are providing a full-time income to me in business. And then I have my consulting work that is providing a full-time income to me as well. And I did that from 2016. Now it might seem like a long time, but from a completely not being in the field at all to now being one, a prominent global speaker, you, it doesn't take that long in the whole grand scheme of things. Now this past year, I became interested in the psychedelic industry and I wanted to figure out how to get involved. I didn't know where I wanted to get involved, but I knew I wanted to be involved. So I started making connections. I started sending messages to people online just to learn about their work and about the industry. I would leverage my podcast to feature CEOs and executives in the space and promote their brand, but also build connections. That then led me to be able to get free media passes for conferences within the space. So then I showed up and started building relationships there. All of a sudden now, and it's a pretty small industry, I now pretty much know anyone. I know one person to get in touch with anyone within the space because I because I have made those connections and built those relationships. I then started attending events. I started donate, donating to organizations to build even stronger relationships. And at this point in time, I'm now also a limited partner in a venture fund for the psychedelic industry. So within a year, I have not only built a media presence, and a name within an industry, but I've also become an investor. And and that's just because I decided that there's no reason why I should not know people in this space. I should not be involved in this space. And I used my curiosity to lead myself forwards. Now that in throughout all this though, I have probably 2000 messages that have gone unanswered from people that operate in this industry. 
But that's what it took for me to get to where I am today within it. Knowing some of the highest level CEOs, having some really strong friendships and relationships. Um, my next step is probably going to look for speaking engagements within the industry itself, as well as to now have assets within that space too. So as you were going through this process, was this something that was like um, uh, evolved over time? Or was it, did you have this plan from the very beginning and just executed your plan? Yeah, so this is the thing that holds people back the most. They think they need a plan to take action. And you see this a lot when people, when they're trying to figure out what to do next in their career. So they sit back and they ask themselves questions to figure out what they want to do. And there's some power in reflection, but you're never going to know, you're never going to learn as much as you can by actually going and having a conversation with somebody. And I did not know enough about the industry to create a plan. Right. When I went to that conference and spent three days walking around the different booths and talking to different businesses and having those conversations, even, even the one-on-one -on -one conversations that I had even prior didn't give me the plan. But immersing myself in the industry gave me that plan itself. And I like to think of it as a pinball machine. You launch your ball and you bounce around a little bit. And eventually, if you hit that, you'll figure out where that big score is, where that special bonus is, and then you'll aim for it and then you'll land there. And in your career, in business, like if you're not sure where you want to go, but you know the industry that you want to be a part of, that's enough information. Now just go play, go have some fun and see where you get drawn to and who gets drawn to you. Well, I guess if you're sitting in the background waiting to build a plan, I mean, you can do that for like ever, right? And never get anything accomplished at all. Yeah. But what's to say that it's not a plan if I knew I knew the industry that I wanted to be in? I just needed to figure out what I wanted to do in it. And that's actually what happened with this. So when I went, I knew that I wanted to work in the field of talent development and leadership development because I was working in healthcare at the time. I hated my boss. They were, they were absolutely terrible leaders. People would come crying to me each and every single day. I was going into work not to work. And, but I was selected for this leadership program and was paired up with this unbelievable individual. He, he, he was leading the talent development program, the emerging leader program for all of our 13 hospital sites. And I remember sitting in front of him and talking to him about my career and being very open about how I felt. And I was like, wait a second, your job, your job seems incredible. How do I, like your industry, I didn't know this industry existed. So you could literally have a job working it, to help someone that was like me to prevent the high achiever to become disengaged, to, to help the leaders that I thought were absolutely terrible and that were causing negative experiences for people around me. And so then I, I started, actually, I went, I went to my boss and I asked him if I could go work in this department to go help out and work on some projects. She said, yes. And uh, sadly though, we got acquired and everyone I was working with got fired and everything got centralized to corporate. And I decided I didn't want to move to a different office location. And so I thought to myself, well, how do I make this happen? Well, I go, well, I know I want to work in the space. I don't know how I'm going to. So how do I get into the space? And so I started trying to apply for some positions. I don't know what I know now, so couldn't really navigate it very well. And I decided to go back to get my doctorate. I didn't, and so I was like, great, I'm going to go explore. And as I explore, I'm going to figure out where I want to go. And that, that was the start of, the, of my business to, to where it is today and the brand that I've built and the relationships that I have in, in the industry. That's amazing. It's a great story. And you, know, you never know, you know where you're going to go when you, I mean, you start something and circumstances make things change for you. And this all led to uh, where you are today. And that's awesome. I mean, it's an awesome story. Um, think, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, think about it. 
like so your core values the things you care about my number one value is health and health spiritual mental emotional physical etc so the things i do help people in health for their career and ultimately themselves that's my trunk that if you look think of a tree that that's the trunk of my tree now the branches that grow from that trunk that's exploration and too often we we worry about the leaves when we need to worry about the trunk who do you want to serve why do you want to serve what do you care about now go explore and I, I promise you, you're going to grow. I love that. That's great philosophy. And I love uh, the advice that you're giving. So we are actually coming to the end of our program. And uh, and you've given us some great information, great advice, some uh, great examples. Uh, any last minute thoughts, any, any final uh, parting thoughts that you would have for our audience? If you're stuck in indecision, write all the things that you don't have an answer to, pick one, and then just try to... Ask yourself, what's the, what's the littlest action that I can do here to get information, not an answer? What tends to hold people back is they look for answers instead of information and go try it. And then come find me on LinkedIn and let me know what happened. All right. Sounds great. So the best way to contact you, Ben, is through LinkedIn? Yeah, go to, go to LinkedIn, look up Dr. Benjamin Ritter, send me a connection request or follow. I'll, I'll, if you follow me, I'll message you and be like, why'd you follow me? I suggest everybody do that. <laughs> Yeah. If if you go and so we'll start a conversation that way, or go to liveforyourselfconsulting.com or lfyconsulting.com and just uh, sign up for our email list there. Awesome. Sounds great. Well, thank you. You've been a wonderful guest. Appreciate you being on the show. And that is our show for today. So happy that you could be with us today. Uh, Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Media Works. Check us out at titanmediaworks.com. Works is spelled W-O-R-X. And also check out our other great hosts on on the Small Business Delivered Network at smallbusinessdelivered.com. Until next time, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks and have a great day. Bye-bye.